is up, my brotherhood? This is Jeff with another episode of Falcons Frenzy. Here to talk a little bit about uh, schedule release from two days ago. Get a quick peek um, at my take on the Atlanta Falcons schedule for the 2020 NFL season. Um, released two days ago, and honestly, at a quick glance, um, I'm not going to say it's... Uh, the most difficult, but you know what? <laughs> After last season, uh, a little hard to figure that out <laughs> from before the season starts, not figuring out if we have a good off-season program or whatever it may be going on here this year. <clears throat> but uh, overall, I'm looking at uh, something maybe like a 10-6 and six kind of record, kind of year. So I think we got a shot uh, for a wild-card spot. You know, we get that additional wild-card spot in the – uh, NFL playoff picture here this coming season. Um, the other quick item coming out, I mean, you know the NFC South, okay, for a long time has been one of the most unpredictable and difficult divisions in football, okay? A lot of people are probably going to argue about that, but um, that, of course, gets a little bit harder with the Saints adding Emmanuel Sanders, um, gaining a lot of speed on that offensive line as of today. Uh, they released Warford, which is apparently the slowest <laughs> NFL guard uh, out there. And with adding Cesar Ruiz, um, <clears throat> likely taking his spot, at least temporarily, till he takes over his natural center position, is the uh, second fastest NFL line uh, in the NFL. So they're adding, of course, a lot of speed to Kamara, um, adding Emmanuel Sanders to that offense makes that even more dynamic, more explosive. Um, Panthers did a lot of really good stuff on defense in that draft. Um, Buccaneers, of course, add Brady and Gronk. That defense came on really strong last year. So it looks like it's going to be another battle uh, for the Falcons in the NFC South. But I'm looking at a 10-6 and six record. I'm looking at the first couple of weeks here, though. Um, <clears throat> I think we have a good chance to, to get off to a good start. Um, top four weeks, we have three very good quarterbacks to go against. Um, week one, uh, we take on Seattle Seahawks. Um, thankfully at home. So we go up against Russ and that Seattle Seahawks offense. Um, typically they start off a little slow as well. Uh, so I'm looking for this to be a really good game. I think we can come out with a win here, though. Seahawks usually come on about mid to late and get really strong as the season goes on, but they usually start pretty slow. If we can come out like we did towards the end of last year where that defense was really coming on, the offense started clicking, and, of course, we add these defensive pieces, we got a good shot to get a, a quick W here uh, at week one. Week two, we travel to Dallas and take on the Dallas Cowboys. And I have us actually losing this in a close game. Um, that offense, of course, you know, adding some players like CD Lamb, for example, uh, makes that a little more explosive. That defense, pretty solid defense. Um, they'll make. I think they're going to make a little bit, a, little, a couple more moves at least here uh, in the off season to get get a little more depth on the defensive side of the ball and add some more talent. Um, I see us possibly losing this game. So starting out the season one and one, some may be surprised, but um, Dallas is a good football team, and uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we won this as well. Um, but I have us taken taking a loss at this one. 
the third week of the season, we take on the Chicago Bears at home. I have us taken this as a win. Um, Nick Foles is more than likely going to be their quarterback. Um, I, I think that's honestly without even question. Uh, Nick Foles will be starting quarterback, but they had they didn't really add a whole lot in the offseason. Um, they cut Taylor Gabriel, which was a quick weapon for them in the slot, uh, and, and to do some end arounds and things like that. I don't think the Bears, uh, they're going to be probably looking at a top five, top eight pick in the draft next year. So um, I wouldn't doubt to see them not win a whole lot of games this year. Um, see us taking a W here. Two and one. Pretty good start. Uh, week four is going to be tough. This is a primetime game, Monday night football in the frozen tundra <laughs> against the Green Bay Packers. Um you might be surprised by this, but I have us winning this game. Packers didn't add a whole lot. They didn't add any offensive weapons. We added quite a bit on defense. I think the defense can stand up there. Uh, last time the Falcons played the Packers in Green Bay, I was there in person. My dad and I took a road trip here from Pennsylvania, drove to Wisconsin. It's a long drive, guys, <laughs> gals. It's a really long drive there, but spending some uh, father-son time with my dad. He's a Packers fan, and uh, we had a great time. But we took a we took a pretty narrow loss there. Um, I, I think we're going to take a win here this year, though. Defense is going to pick it up. Offense is going to do what it does. So we're going to start out three and one, gaining a lot of hype with our fans. I can see it right now. Game five is going to be iffy. Week five, we take on the Carolina Panthers. It's at home, thankfully. However, they're going to be the kind of unpredictable horse this year because they got a new coaching staff with Matt Rule and those guys. They added a lot of pieces on defense. Uh, they got Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback now. So we're, 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 we're kind of used to seeing all that. Um, but we've, we've been really comfortable and used, with, uh, used to having Rivera there as the head coach. Uh, having rule there and having this. So it's good. It's a good thing we're doing at week five. We can at least have the first uh, quarter of the season to kind of see what Matt rule and his squad does. Um, but that's kind of the, the crazy, the crazy team I feel like this year in the division, just because of the major coaching changes, you got major player changes coming in, especially at key positions. Um, we definitely can't sit back on this one, but I see us winning here as well. Uh, I think we're going to, yeah, we have a good game at home here. Uh, we're going to show up, show out, and start out this year four and one. Week six, we travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Um, I have us losing here. It's crazy, I know. <laughs> but the uh, Vikings are a good squad yet. Now, they did lose Stephon Diggs, right? But they picked up some players in the... Uh, in the draft that are, that are going to fill in quite nicely. Um, traveling to Minnesota is the part that has me though, just because Minnesota plays particularly well at home. Um, we could definitely play spoiler here a little bit. Uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself though, starting out like five and one. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to say we have a, we take a loss here, start out four and two. Okay. Week seven, Detroit Lions. Now, a lot of fans out there are saying, oh, just wait and see. 
True is out in Detroit, out in Detroit now. He'll he's going to have a heck of a game. Plus, he's got Jeff Okuda on the other side. I see us taking a win here as well. Plain and simple. I mean, the other key piece you got to think of is yeah, they got Okuda, they got DeAndre Swift, they got some weapons on both sides of the ball. Um, but I see us taking a W here at home against the Detroit Lions. This is going to be. I think the Lions is going to be a potential, I don't want to say a trap game, but it's going to be that game where, you know, we're up and we could potentially lose it at the end. But I think the Falcons are going to finish strong this year. Um, and we're going to win this game against the Detroit Lions in October. All right, week eight, we take on the Carolina Panthers again. I think we're sweeping the Panthers this year. We do some other years too, but I think with all those changes in Carolina, they're going to be an iffy team. Defense here is going to keep them in the game quite a bit. They, of course, still have McCaffrey, paid him a lot of money there in the offseason, but the Atlanta Falcons are going to sweep the Carolina Panthers. Late in October, we play them in Carolina. We are starting this season. Six and two. Then we get to week nine, where we are at home playing the Denver Broncos. This was supposed to be an international game, canceled, moved back to the U.S. thanks to COVID. Um, so we were playing this game at home. I think this is a game that we lose. Um, Denver, of course, added a lot of offensive weapons. Defense isn't too shabby either. They got a pretty solid team. I think Drew Locke and company. Uh, are going to bring it this year. So uh, I see us taking this loss here against the Denver Broncos in week nine. But it's okay because week 10, we got a bye week, as long as the bye weeks stay in the schedule. Um, but for that first portion of the season before bye week, we got six and three. Not a bad start for our Atlanta Falcons, folks. I'll tell you that much right now. I'd be happy if we got six wins. Week 10, of course, bye week. Week 11, we're at New Orleans. So coming out of the bye week, we're at New Orleans. Typical New Orleans fashion, though, I see us kind of splitting these games. And unfortunately, I feel like this game at New Orleans, uh, we took it to them in their house last year. I see us losing this game coming out of the bye week. Some fans might get a little crazy here, but just hang tight with me because we are about to go on a winning spree. Week 12 at home against the new Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to win this ballgame. We're going to take it to Derek Carr, to Gruden, to whoever other quarterbacks they got on there, Josh Jacobs. We are going to come back from that Saints game even stronger than we were before the bye week. We're going to win that game. Week 13, we come right back around at home and play the Saints again. This time, not in our house. Not in our house, New Orleans. We are going to take this win. And I'm calling it right now. We're going to beat them by at least 14. Calling it right now. I know that's a bold statement. Saints fans are going to be mad. And please be mad. Be as mad as you want to be. But we're going to take it to you in our house. Week 13, we play... The Philip Riverless Chargers. I said Riverless because he ain't there anymore. <laughs> but we're going to take on the Chargers. 
at the Chargers, and we're going to win that ball game in December. That's right, December football matters. So we got Raiders, Saints, and Chargers racking up three wins in a row, but it does not stop there because December 20th, we play at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right. We're going to take it to Tom Brady in December, and we are going to beat the Buccaneers to have a four-game winning streak to go towards the end of the season here. Now, if you were counting along the way, you might be a little upset because that's our 10 wins. Week 16, we play at the reigning champs, Kansas City Chiefs. I see us losing this game. This is a tough ball game. No matter how many two plays them, it doesn't really matter. That offense is something special. The defense is nothing to balk about. Crazy times, crazy teams. But their offense is a little too fast for us. Well, like most teams, really, they're pretty fast. Uh, They're definitely the fastest out there. But uh, Kansas City Chiefs, for sure. Uh, The only way I see us winning this one is if somehow, uh, the typical Falcon fashion, we play spoiler. Okay? Which I love. I love spoiling teams offseason, or uh, end of the season, or postseason dreams. But... Uh, Kansas City, I I think, is going to be playing super, super tough this year. They didn't really have, uh, due to the COVID and quarantines and all that kind of stuff, they didn't have all these months in between to be celebrating, except for at home by themselves. Uh, So I don't know if they're really going to have this Super Bowl hangover kind of thing because it was a short time they were able to be hungover, unless they're doing it, like I said, by themselves in their house. Uh, So I see us losing here uh, in Kansas City. Um Final game of the year at Tampa Bay. Tampa's going to be tough this year. Uh, We usually pay, you know, they they play us pretty tough anyway. And I see us losing this game. Um, Can go either way, whether it's this week and the two weeks prior where we play them. We're going to split the games. Um, They're going to have a really good team this year. Uh, We'll see what Tom Brady does there with his new weapons. That's probably the most dangerous thing. And to be honest with you, Tampa Bay, um, whether you're looking at these schedules and you're ranking who is the hardest, who is the, the, the easiest schedule, it, it's too difficult to say. It's it's NFL football. It's always tough, right? But uh, I, I really feel Tampa Bay really has the most pressure on them this season. Um, with getting Brady, getting Gronk, um, had a good draft, getting Werfs, uh, to, to be able to block for Brady. I mean, it made some good moves. So... Um, Another tough matchup, but we're going to split with them for a 10-6 and six season. Once again, <laughs> saying this is actually that we're going to have a full season. I'm really hoping we do. Um, they released the schedule on Thursday night. This is Saturday, May 9th. They released them on Thursday, May 7th. Um, we'll see. They're hopeful for an entire season preseason everything preseason we got um not that this matters but preseason we got the dolphins um at home the bills in buffalo the Bengals uh at home and jacksonville at jacksonville so that's if the preseason happens that's if we have a full schedule um i know some of the news some of the rumors is that maybe they'll take the bye week out and just have to play 16 straight games. Um, 
we'll have to see, wait and see what happens. I'm looking forward to, to some football, though. You know, these uh, repeat games I've been watching just aren't doing it anymore. Uh, but we'll wait and see what happens with the 2020 NFL season. But so far, Falcons fans, I mean, I think we're looking pretty good. Uh, we got a tough stretch at the beginning with some really, really good quarterbacks like Russ and Dak and Rodgers. Um, have to see what Teddy does with Carolina. Then we take a little bit of a break. I like Stafford. I'm a big fan of Stafford, but I don't. he's not in his prime anymore. Drew Locke up and coming. Might be able to get some mistakes out of him. Then, he could, of course, you got Breeze a couple times. You got Derek Carr, um, Brady, Mahomes. Just another tough year, Falcons fans. But I feel we're going to creep our way back into the playoff picture this year. No matter how difficult this looks, um, I feel like the beginning of last year was kind of a kick in the pants. And we made some changes too late, unfortunately, um, with some coaching stuff with Ulbrich and uh, Raheem taking over for the defensive side. They're going to continue that this year. The only issue, of course, is Cutter. Cutter has the OC. I just, um, you know, nobody's really happy about that, to be honest with you. I like Cutter as a man. Uh, he's a very good man, uh, good dude. But uh, coaching. I just really feel we would have went in a went in a different way, younger way, um, definitely more creative. He just runs a very very vanilla offense. Um, really hoping, uh, hopefully, one of these years before Matt retires, we can get him an OC that uh, lets him handle a little more of the load with running checks and um, calling the plays from the line as he sees fit as the quarterback. I mean. Come on, guys, seriously already with these offensive coordinators and their bad play calling. Um, let's get something in there for these guys that can do something. You're, don't be wasting Matt, Julio, Calvin, and all those guys. Come on now. But this year, I think we're going to turn something around. You know, ever since that Super Bowl, we, uh, you know, been down quite a bit. I think this is the year we pick it back up. 2020 has been rough, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, I mean, for Pete's sake, it is May 9th. Uh, I'm here in the Northeast and it is like 30 some degrees and snowing today in May, almost the middle of May. We're getting snow squalls. So 2020 is weird. It's crazy. So I fully expect (laughs) my Atlanta Falcons to do something crazy as well. And we're going to win a bunch of ball games here, folks. Um, so anyway, I hope you guys, uh, I hope you guys are having fun with the schedule as well. Uh, quick episode today, but that's my take on what the 2020 Atlanta Falcons are going to do. And yes, we will be creeping in to playoff contention once again. So get ready and get hyped. But most of all, for myself here at Falcons Frenzy, stay safe, stay home, be smart, and rise up.